Welcome to the weekly wise. The show Willie Christian. Everything. Films. Excuse me. Games. Television. Pop culture. And, and more. more. Your host, Fabian Ellis. Merry Christmas. And your co-host, Conrad Ellis. And a happy new Chris uh, year. A happy new Christmas. <laughs> and a happy new crispy year. Crispy, crispy year. In our first segment, we're talking about the news in the world of movies and games. So what news do you have for us today, Conrad? Well, Wonder Woman has come out, but we haven't watched it yet. <laughs> We've got a lot of stuff to watch, you know. Busy well, people, Wonder Woman 1984 people. has come out, but we can't really watch it here in the UK because of COVID-19, we can't really go to the cinemas, and there's no HBO Max in the UK, so we're just yeah. going to... But apparently it's going to come out on, like, video on demand or something soon. Yeah. Anyway, um, in mo really sad news, um, Jeremy Bullock and David Prowse have both passed away. Jeremy Bullock played Boba Fett in the original Star Wars trilogy, and David Prowse played uh, was Darth Vader's like body actor. Yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League will release in March. Also, it will likely get a R rating. Yeah, apparently Batman will drop an F-bomb. So, I mean, I don't think that's going to be one for you to watch just eh, yet, eh. young Padawan. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's a bit annoying because, you know, Batman and Superman are meant to be child-friendly, like, they're meant to inspire children. I know, I, I know, mean, it's, 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 around. It, it's not. It's not the problem that Batman's saying an F-word that I have a problem with. It's their... The problem is that it's got an R rating, you know? Yeah. Like... What is he I mean, whatever. Yeah. Now, Chris Pine has been cast in a live-action Dungeons & Dragons film. Ooh, that, that, that'll be interesting, because, of course, most people know about Dungeons & Dragons, and it's a role-playing game. Yes. Where you play with your friends. Hi, me and Fabian played an itsy-witsy bit, but I've got a few friends that are completely obsessed with it. Mm. Yeah. And then they've, then they've got a friend who talks about D&D or Dungeons & Dragons all day long. <laughs> it's going to be weird, a Dungeons & Dragons movie, though. Like, yeah. how's that going to work? Um, the whole point of Dungeons & Dragons is that you play it. <laughs> is there going to be some I, sort I of, like... I guess they could, like, play some form of um, quest. What there could be, there could be some, like, godlike overseer mm. who like controls the people of the world and stuff yeah maybe they like they could fight that weird tentacle blob eye with one eye always called yeah one of the monsters from dungeons <laughs> and dragons but yeah, yeah. chris uh, uh, pine uh, is a great actor so i'm very interested to see what who he is in this dungeons and dragons yeah. movie there's an ancient gold dragon yes but in more exciting news oh my boy rowan atkinson mm. mr bean himself johnny english has been cast in a live. oh sorry i'm saying the, i'm so i nearly said has been cast in a live action dungeons and dragons movie then has been cast in netflix's man versus b tv series Ooh. <laughs> that sounds amazing so dumb i can just dumb. imagine Rowan Atkinson just chopping the air is like trying to kill just a bee. Just get some pistols. Yeah, with, with kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds great. We've been watching uh, Blackadder, haven't we? Yes. Beautiful TV show. Very, very rude in some places. 
What's the next piece of news? Marvel Studios has announced a new series called Legends. Yeah, I don't really know what this is. Apparently it's gonna like go back in time and show like yeah. flashbacks to Captain America or something. I don't really know what it is. I'm not too bothered to be honest, but if it's once, a I thing. See the, once I see the trailer, I think yeah, it might change my we'll, mind. We'll talk about it uh, later on. Yeah. The making of The Mandalorian Season 2 will release on December 25th, Christmas Day! Yeah, yeah, I can't. I, I really liked the first little behind-the-scenes documentary they did about The Mandalorian because there's some fascinating new technology they've created and then it also yeah. had... Like, like the volume, whatever it's called. Yeah, it also had uh, Ludwig Göransson talking about how he did the music yeah. and all the directors yeah. talking about Star Wars. It's just great. I mean, for for normal people like you, it's a bit boring, isn't it, Conrad? But for me, because I'm interested in it, it's interesting, so I'm looking forward to that. But speaking of The Mandalorian, we are now going to jump straight into spoilers for the new episode of The Mandalorian! But skip ahead using the time codes to our next segment if you haven't seen the new episode. Oh my gosh, this new episode was so epic. I know, it's I only my it. favourite yet. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think it's my favourite. But like... What? How? I mean, I don't know. I, I preferred it some is, of the other in episodes. In some places but... it might be a little bit predictable. Yeah, well, the thing that was kind of predictable about it was a Jedi showing up to save them at the last second. Yeah. But I don't think that was what was meant to be the the good thing about this episode. The real, the real heart of this episode and why I really like it is when uh, Din Djarin takes off his helmet to, to speak to Grogu and he gives him to Luke Skywalker. Oh. Oh, it's so sad. What's gonna happen to Baby Yoda now? He better not have, be, have been killed by uh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure he'll be fine. But yeah, that, that was a great part of the Maybe episode. Maybe Baby Yoda sort of loved a penguin and they created the Pog. <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> I mean, the pogs <laughs> don't look anything like Baby Yoda. I think the pogs are just pogs. But that is that is a great theory. Mm -hmm. You should you should start a no, a, should, a game and a TV. You should start a theory channel. Yeah, you should start a Star Wars theory YouTube channel. <laughs> um, but the other thing I really liked about this episode was um, the action scenes. Yes. Oh. All the stuff with the dark troopers was really suspenseful. Oh, I just love the dark troopers. And yeah. yeah. Ugh. <laughs> when when they're like trying to punch their way out of those doors and they just shut at the last second, you're like, ah! but it, but it's really difficult for the Mandalorian to even kill one of them. I know. And then when Luke Skywalker hops and he, he just, just murders them all. I know. It was a bit like the hallway scene from uh, Rogue One that with yeah. Darth Vader. But the thing is about, I don't think it's the actual hallway scenes that I like about the Darth Vader fight from Rogue One and the Luke Skywalker hallway scene. I think what I actually like is, you know, the rebels running away from Darth Vader, transmitting yeah. the message and getting it to Princess Leia, who's then talking about how it's hope. You know, it's all very linked mm -hmm. to the themes of Star Wars. And then here in this episode, Luke Skywalker's coming through the Dark Troopers, but then you've got that great moment where all the other bounty hunters and Mandalorians don't want to let 
Luke Skywalker in because they're afraid of him because he's a Jedi. They're like, mm-hmm. what if he's evil? And then, yeah, th- there's a there's so many like good moments like this in this episode. The Mandalorians are sure that it can be very slow. Yeah, but it's not boring. Yeah, and it's just it's full of these little moments which really make the show great. Like, if this episode had only had Luke Skywalker fighting dark troopers and nothing else, then it wouldn't have been for me. It would have been, like, bad. It would have been fan service without the actual story. Yeah. But because it did have that scene where the Mandalorian gives the child to Luke Skywalker, that was what made it a great episode for me. Mm-hmm. So sad. Oh, Ooh, what did you think of Moff Gideon in this episode? He is a... Ooh, he's a double-crossing, mm. evil, snake-blighter, evil, bum-faced man. That's <laughs> See, what, that's I what actually found him pretty creepy in this movie, because, you know, when when they're first landing on the ship, there's, like, these close-ups of him, and, like, the way he looks, I was just like, has he, can he, like, sense them or something? Because... I feel like he's got the force. I don't know yeah. what it is about him, and but he's just... If you see his fighting, sort of... He's a really good fighter with his yeah. dark suit. And he's always, he always seems to, to be one step ahead of the game. Like, yeah. that shot where uh, Din Djarin makes it to Grogu when he opens the door, and then Moff Gideon is just stood there with the dark saber ignited. Like, that was terrifying. So suspenseful. Oh, Moff Gideon was amazing, but maybe he did have the force because he said, Moff Gideon said, I have everything I need, I've drained Grogu's blood. Mm. That was creepy, but maybe he's actually taken some of Grogu's midichlorians or force powers and used it for himself so that he can become more force sensitive. Mm, an inquisitor. Oh yeah, and me and Fabian have actually been watching Rebels quite recently, yes. and uh, Moff Gideon's ship has uh, popped up quite a few times, and I really like the design of it. Because mm. it's sort of like a mini Star Destroyer, but it still has the power of a Star Destroyer. But I noticed one flaw of the ship. What? It can only take out one TIE fighter at a time. So if it, it can um. only um, release one TIE fighter at a time. Yeah, because they were trying to get in as the TIE fighters yeah. were coming out. That was suspenseful as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Star Wars Rebels season one, I I I liked it. It there's there's a few episodes which are a bit boring, but yeah. it really picked up towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And we've watched like the first three episodes of season two, I think, and they're really good. Like yeah. season um, two so far is great. Of Star I, Wars I Rebels. can't help but notice how the Empire really likes the colours black and red. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, and like the, the dark troopers, they're black and red as well, and I really like their design in this episode. Yeah, but um, we'll we'll talk about Star Wars Rebels in our um, in in a future pod in a future podcast once we've actually finished all the seasons. Yes, of course. If you were wondering, but yeah, this episode was directed by Peyton Reed. I'm actually pretty the... surprised about that. Yeah, the director of Ant-Man and the Wasp did this. Like, the action scenes with the Dark Troopers, even just the way the Dark Troopers were shot when they were, like, being released from their... I know. ...things. Like, that was really well shot, like, with the red flashing lights, the smoke going everywhere. You see, the red, camera red movements. and black, red and black. Yeah, the, ca- <laughs> the camera movements showing close-ups on the different parts of the uh, Dark Troopers. They, they looked... The Dark Troopers looked much more, like, real. Like, yeah. you felt like you could actually touch them in this episode. Mm. And they uh, were creepy. One thing I just couldn't help but thinking... 
Hmm. Is it, they'd work well as a, um, a Lego minifigure. Yes, <laughs> we need the Dark Troopers in Lego, please! Lego, if you're listening, please fulfill uh, please. My, my wish. Please. Do it, do it! <laughs> Maybe even make a, a Moff Gideon ship. Yeah, we need more Mandalorian Lego sets. I know! We, um, yeah. we do have one coming out that gives us uh, sand, uh, um, some sand people. Yeah. And him in full best guy. In his silver armour. Super <laughs> shiny! So yeah, what did so what 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 did you think of it as a conclusion to the first two seasons of the entire show? Because it, it felt like the show could just end there. Yeah, it did actually. I'm not sure how they're supposed to start it off again. Yeah, apparently might, there will be more still seasons. Feel a bit episodic. It'll it'll be weird without Grogu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. speaking of the end, the final uh, post credits scene. <sighs> Introduce. We, we told you in early episodes there was going to be a Boba Fett TV show. Yeah, we did report that there were we we had heard from s- multiple sources that there would be a Boba Fett TV show, and now we have it the didn't... book of Bo- uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, last week it didn't get announced, but in the post-credit scene of this Mandalorian episode, the book of Boba Fett was announced. Like, actually, I'm not. You know, I'm not like dying to see this as I am for the next seasons of it's a, it's The Mandalorian. A, it's, a, it's a book. No, it's not a book. No, it's a TV show called The Book of Boba Fett. Why do they do that? Can't I just call it the series of Boba Fett? Good lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw someone on Twitter who genuinely thought it was a book. <laughs> I'm well hyped for that new book, you know? <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but apparently it will tie in with all the other Mandalorian TV shows yeah. they've announced. Um, and but, yeah. I, I like how um, after Jabba the Hutt died, yeah. Bib Fortuna took her. Yeah, her Bob, Bob. Bib Fortuna. <laughs> but then Bib Fortuna. I like how Boba Fett, all he has to do is literally walk in and just shoot he's, Bib Fortuna. He doesn't even sit use down his on the I know. How, how easy is I, I, it? I'd like to see a big fat Boba Fett just eating chicken wings. Yeah, why didn't he just do that before to Jabba the Hutt? I mean, he yeah. doesn't look that difficult to kill. Mm, he's just a big slug. Princess oh, Leia well, literally maybe, strangles him with a chain. Maybe he was worried about get, actually pulling him off the fro- throne, because I bet he weighs like three tons. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was just worried that uh, Jabba would drop him down into the... Mm, yes. ...into the thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the book of Boba Fett, it seems a bit like they're just... Like, how many Star Wars TV shows do we need? <laughs> Maybe also like... from, like, um... From the last time we saw Boba Fett in, um... In The Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, right to that. the end. Right up to the sequels. Mm. I, hope, I hope it does that, because, I mean, that'll be pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the next few years is just going to be a bit overexposed with all these TV shows. Like, it feels a bit... It feels a bit like they're making these TV shows because money more than stuff. I mean, I guess they do that for yeah, every yeah. Star Wars project. But, um... I don't know. Making a Lando Calrissian TV series mm. feels a bit unoriginal. Making a Boba Fett TV series. They could be doing more interesting stuff. Yeah. Or they could just not be doing those TV shows. Like... Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh well. Every... But yeah. yeah. What were you gonna say? 
Um, I'm still excited for it though. Like I say, I'm not dying to see it, but I'll, I'll happily watch it. Interesting. 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 I, I, I am excited for a lot of these Star Wars TV shows. They're like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Anyway, have you got any theories and predictions for season three? Season three theories and predictions. You got any ideas what's going to happen? The Mandalorian's by himself. He's going... I think he's going to join Bo-Katan and retake Mandalore. Because he's got the Darksaber now. Ooh, that was yay. the other great moment. He couldn't give the Darksaber <laughs> to Bo-Katan. He's like, I don't want to be the king of Mandalore. I just want to be a normal guy. Making my way through the galaxy. <laughs> but, yeah. That's going to be very interesting. I think we'll see Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh yeah, Thrawn will be nice. Do you think it'll cross over with Ahsoka? I don't think so. You don't? I think he'll have like a cameo, like Ahsoka. Oh no, actually no. I, I still, no, I, I don't still, think I still hope when um, Baby Yoda stuck with um, Luke Skywalker and then just loved a pog, loved a penguin and created a pog. <laughs> I still hope that will happen. Penguins might not even exist in the Star Wars universe though. What about like a... A space penguin. A denguin. A denguin. Yes. <laughs> uh, a penguin. A zenguin. So, so overall, would you recommend The Mandalorian Season 2 to our viewers? Definitely. I mean, yes. why haven't you watched it already? Good lot. Yes. I, I, I highly recommend it. One of my favourite TV shows ever. Although, um, there are a lot of good TV shows that I still need to see. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's a great TV yeah, so show. Yes, so I definitely recommend this. But... We also have some other recommendations. It's time for the next segment. Yes. Hit that recommendations button. Recommendations. 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 I have two recommendations. So the first one I watched this morning. And it is the How the Grinch Stole Christmas oh. that came out last year. I am that like animated by uh, the people who did Despicable Me. No, it's like I know how they made Despicable Me one, two, three, and Minions. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like Minions. It's actually not me that. Um, it's something fresh, but it's still, it still, right. it still is funny. But I, I will recommend it. It's a good family film, but it's not anything. Not nothing amazing. Yeah. Is it funny? Yeah, it is. And uh, I assume Benedict Cumberbatch is good as the Grinch. Yes. Yeah, love, <laughs> we love Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. I can't wait for Doctor Strange too. Oh my god! Yay. Every time I think about it, I'm so excited. Benedict Sam Raimi's directing it. Um, but hmm. I, the thing is with Illumination is apparently you know that the secret life of pets. Yeah. Like I feel. Uh, apparently that wasn't very good. I feel like sometimes they're just they're not putting a lot of effort into really doing anything interesting with their animation style. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just a I, bit bland. I, I, w I would like if Pixar made it, I would have. It would be very very good. Yeah, like Pixar. Pi they they do it for the money, but they also like doing it as well. Yeah, they 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 really like you know Pixar are making new inventive stuff. Yeah. Whereas Illumination is just. Cheap, quick, let's rush this out, family-friendly stuff, which yeah. is, is fine. It's also just a bit, you know, yeah, a bit more business-like and a bit less a bit artistic. Repetitive. Yeah, which is why I prefer Pixar. But 
It, no, it, it sounds good, The Grinch. Um, I don't think I'll watch it, but... Yeah. Now, the other thing you had to recommend, I also want to recommend. Uh, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Yes, this is on Netflix right now, season one. <sighs> it's and we, we so want to good. get as many people watching it as possible. Yeah. Because so, it's very, very good. Yeah, let, let's explain what it is. So basically, it's the Muppets. It picture the Muppets, except... The Muppets look realistic, mm -hmm. and it's a Lord of the Rings type fantasy. Yeah, like it's, on a, on it's a different, so cool. on a different planet. Yeah, because it's basically puppets, um, which are all like these Lord of the Rings type creatures who mm -hmm. it, it's it's very like it's um it's like a action fantasy series, but it, it is very very good and yeah, like it is pretty much all non-CGI. There is limited amount yeah. of CGI involved. It's really beautiful to look at. It, like, it was very, very expensive very... to have been made, but more people really do need to see it because it's a great TV show. a season two. Yeah. There are some sort of cheesy moments, but I mean... Well, that's the it's thing. A, it's a good sacrifice for an amazing Lord of the Rings series. Yeah, it's so good. And there's like all these different types of monsters and stuff. And it yes. just feel you get a nice intro, a lot like the Lord of the Rings. Like the mm. intro is basically the Lord of the Rings intro. Yeah, it, um, it's it's kind of like you, you everything's new, but you don't feel like you've just been bombarded with new stuff. Yeah, and it, it's it's just a really it's based on this uh, the Tim Henson film called The Dark Crystal. I haven't mm. seen the film. Apparently, it's not as good as a TV show. But yeah. Yeah. I love this TV show. It feels really fresh and new, yeah. and it's just, it's something that there isn't real, there's nothing else really like like it for its age. Like, there's no family friendly uh, Lord of the Rings for like younger audiences. Yeah. It's less action, more lighthearted, but it's, it's really great. And just the world building is so good. Like, you've got these Skeksis, these giant yeah. bird like creatures as they. We're just like as the bad guys and then there are these giant spiders mm -hmm. and these elves are the main characters but oh it's so good mm -hmm. it's, it's just fascinating i cannot recommend it enough plus also it's on netflix so it's yeah. free and there's fascinating behind the scenes as well on how they mm -hmm. made all the puppets i'm i'm so annoyed that they cancelled season two on netflix like come on it was so good but apparently it's because it's literally because people aren't watching it because they don't know no. what it is so that's why we're recommending it, because you need to watch it. It is very good, mm -hmm. very underrated. And, yeah, if you're interested in anything like Lord of the Rings or anything fantasy except a bit more light-hearted, a bit more goofy like Star yeah. Wars, then you will love The Dark Crystal. It's great. Mm -hmm. now, and it also feels like a proper children's TV show, if you can, yeah. get where you're going from. Like, it's got... The Dark Crystal is being corrupted by these evil people. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like childish. That's the thing. It, it, Anybody can watch it. Yes, that's what... It's, it's like universal. Like, it's perfect for children to watch because, you know, it's very visual and it's storytelling. But it's also perfect for adults to watch because it, it doesn't, like, sort of hurt its adult audiences by yeah. having long it's it's not like jar jar binks you know what i mean yeah. like where he's not relevant to the story or the plot he's just there because he's weird and kids will like him like 
everything in the dark crystal is related to the story in the world building. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's a great, we could talk about it for hours. I know, I know. Um, we have to finish this up. Yeah, so my recommendation is I've just watched for the first time the original three uh, Jason Bourne films and they're all great. My favourite one is either the Bourne Identity, which is the first one, or the third one, which is the Bourne Supremacy, or it might be Ultimatum, I don't know. But yeah, they're all on, I think they're all on Netflix, um, but they're great. They're all on Netflix or Amazon Prime, and they're, they're just really well shot action scenes. There's a lot of shaky cam. It is a bit um, dizzy, like your eyes, every now and then you might have to pause it just so your eyes can look at something that's not moving for a second. Mm -hmm. But um, the music's awesome. Matt Damon is great as the main character, this spy who's finding out about his past and his identity. Real, it's, it's a really fun trilogy. I like, yeah, I like it. Okay, that brings us towards the end of this episode. But before we do wrap up everything, let us know what you think of our podcast or any ideas you have for stuff we should t talk about on Twitter at The Weekly Wise with capital letters at the start of each word and all in like one word. Oh, um, you can follow us. <laughs> <laughs> just that awkward pause where just like, uh, I was, do I, I was, speak now? I was still thinking about the dark. still lost in <laughs> imagination land. Anyway, you can follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Wise as well, all lowercase and in one word. Yes, follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Pocket Casts, Spotify, and we're also on YouTube where you can sort of support us by liking, commenting, sharing and subscribing so that we can keep making these podcast episodes for you to listen to. If you did enjoy this episode, then feel free to share the podcast to people who might want to listen. It helps out us look it helps us out loads and it really Yes. It really shows that people are out there and listening to all these. Yeah. We just we just want to want to build a community of people mm -hmm. who like talking about what we like talking about. Mm -hmm. we, we might have some guests on eventually one day. Yes. One day! I also have a YouTube channel called Movie Soup where I talk about films and TV and stuff. I've just made a video about Pacific Rim, which I think is good. I don't really know. Oh, well, I've seen it and it's very, very good. I like it. He's definitely, thank you. He's definitely improved. If oh, you look you. at the first video you made and this video you made, yeah. improved. Well, it's actually quite interesting because if you look at, back at my older videos, I'm really high-pitched, so you can just see my voice slowly get deeper and deeper. You can also follow me on Twitter at FabianAlice6, and finally, follow me on Instagram at FabianAlice underscore MovieSoup, all lowercase, and in one word, if you want to see more of my opinions, things about films and everything. Thanks for listening! Have a merry, 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 happy Christmas. And a happy new year. And we'll see you in the next episode. But it'll be coming out at the beginning of 2021. Yes, we're, we're going to take a break over yeah, Christmas. Well, and we will actually, in, in that next episode, <laughs> I know we said it a couple of episodes, we're doing about Plants vs Zombies. But yes, we're finally going to talk about Plants vs Zombies. All the way in 2021, we'll be talking about Plants vs Zombies. Thanks for listening. Um, and goodbye. goodbye. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Oh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Christmas pudding. Are you not going to join in with me? I was, I was started singing and you just, the, the best part you just of, interrupted me. The best part of Christmas is the presents and the turkey. Yeah.